Hi, I'm Elena Joe, and this is episode 10 of Big Picture Relationships, Boredom is Good for You. Boredom is a feeling most of us hate. We would do anything to escape it, but I think it has some hidden benefits, and today I'd like to talk about three of those. Number one, being bored gives us the space to do or to try something meaningful. Number two, boredom teaches us creativity. And number three, being bored increases our patience. Thanks for joining me today. Let's jump right into this. This is Big Picture Relationships with Elena Joe, a therapist sharing insights, ideas, and real-life pep talks that encourage you to expand your perspective, maybe shift some behaviors, and make the most of real-life relationships so you can live a happy life right now. Hi, friends. I sat down to play the piano today in a way I haven't in years. It is a Sunday today, and I was determined to have a slow, relaxed day and not let my phone or technology or movies or quick, easy entertainment fill up my day. And all of a sudden, I'm sitting there playing, and these memories came flooding back. All the Sundays that I spent an hour or more playing piano, singing my heart out, you know, my teenage heart out. Now, in those days in my house on Sundays, we were not allowed to watch TV. We didn't play with friends. I was at an age where we didn't have the internet, at least nothing good to do on it, and none of us had phones for sure. There was very little to do to entertain ourselves on Sunday afternoon, so I could read books, read, write, or draw, play with my sisters, or play the piano. Now, I took lessons to learn how to play piano from second grade through the sixth grade. And I think many of you, I've talked to lots of people who say, oh yeah, I took an elementary school or I took for three or four years, but I don't remember it now. Or I couldn't play now even if I tried. I know that's a story for a lot of us. Now, I'm no aficionado. I am not an excellent pianist, but somehow I've been able to maintain the ability to sight read and to play in my adult years, even though there have been times I've gone a year or two at a time without ever touching a piano. And I've kind of wondered why that was. But today I've connected the dots that maybe because I was bored back then, and remember after sixth grade, that's the last time I took lessons, but I was bored enough that I would sit down and play for the fun of it. I would fill my time back then with something beautiful and useful. And similarly, because I was bored today, I did the same thing. Instead of turning to an easy fix for my boredom, I turned to something beautiful and creative with my time. I'm not meaning to say that I'm so great. It's just a good story that got me thinking about this enough that I've been sitting here making notes and recording this all right now. I would say that boredom is a feeling most of us find uncomfortable and we would do anything to avoid it. We're annoyed when we're out of shows to watch, when our favorite show goes off season. We are unhappy when the great book we've been reading ends, when there's no new movies out, or when we don't have plans tonight, or there's nothing good to eat. How do you fill your time when you're bored? Now, despite my glowing story about my piano playing a moment ago, I'll be the first to confess that I'm just as guilty as the next guy for scrolling social media for minutes that turn into hours. Cumulative. That screen time is a real kicker, right? (laughs) Uh, I'm the first one to watch shows that I don't even like, sometimes just to fill the time. I can't tell you how many nights my husband and I sit around saying, I don't know, let's find something to watch. I am rarely bored because my life is full of quick and easy distractions. Here's a creeping problem with that. It's just a quick side note here. We don't just fill our bored afternoons or evenings anymore. 
We're filling the five minutes that we stand in line at the grocery store. Some of us are even filling 60 seconds at a stoplight. We can't sit at a stoplight and look around without needing to check, be updated, be entertained for a hot minute. Think about that. We used to say hi to strangers and wish them a good day after our two-minute conversation in the store line. We used to look around to take a deep breath, to notice the things outside of our car or on our walks. We used to ask questions and show interest in the people around us, opening up doors to who they are or the things that they could teach us in just a few moments together. I once had an Uber driver tell me about how he retired early from this fast-paced CEO life and he was so much happier and he told me all the ways he found meaning and even though he was living paycheck to paycheck now in his sunny California life, he was so much happier and the things he said to me that day stuck with me. I have wondered more than once how many conversations like that I've missed out on by distracting myself the moment there is silence. Okay, now I'm not meant to shame all of us in picking up our phones and distracting ourselves because we all do it. And this is not an anti-technology episode. I think technology is awesome. Let me get back to our points though, after my little aside. The benefits of boredom or the reasons boredom is good for you. Number one, let's jump into that. I think being bored gives us the space to do or to try something that's meaningful, even if it's not fun or easy to get started. When you're really bored, you're more likely to get up and go for a walk. You could walk around your neighborhood, talk to people you see. Maybe you'll head out on a scenic trail in your area or feel the thrum of the city streets near you. When you're bored, you're more likely to try a new recipe or to put together some meals for the coming week. When you're bored, you might reach out to an old friend, you might write a letter or an email or even send a text message to say hi to somebody that you haven't in a while. You're more likely to send a thank you note. When you're bored, you might entertain yourself by wandering a new store, getting ideas for things that excite you or something you'd like to save toward, or buying that $3 succulent plant at Home Depot and coming home and putting it in a mason jar or an old pickle jar or jelly jar. When you're bored, you have the space to renew an old talent or to pick up a new talent. The important thing here is that no space that we call boredom could be viewed as a gift. And you have the option to decide what to do with that null space, with that bored time. Maybe you could even shift your view a little bit to see boredom as a gift. Okay, the second reason that boredom is good for you is that it teaches us creativity. Now, I'm going to switch the way I talk about this for a second to talk about our kids and our teenagers, but don't hang up if you're not a parent, because we all went through those stages and the way that we developed or our kids developed through that still affect us now. We need to remember what boredom taught us and to protect those lessons in that space. Whether we're a parent or not, we need to look at ourselves in a whole way. Whether you're a parent or not, look at yourself while I talk about how this develops in our kids. Now, think about yourself as a kid. What did you do when you were bored? I'll tell you what we did. I'm the oldest of four girls. We would read books. We would color. We would make up dances or create talent shows and invite the neighborhood kids or even adults. We didn't care. We would ride bikes. We would color chalk on the driveway. We used to have, like, rollerblading hour. How many of you rollerbladed out on the driveway in that time between when the sun starts going down and mom's in making dinner and we're waiting for dad to pull up? We used to make obstacle courses with our neighborhood friends or set up tents or all sorts of crazy things. You might have sat down to draw or to build or to play make-believe games or to lay on the ground and look up under the trees at the leaves or to watch the clouds. 
You might have made inventions. You might have cooked up business ideas. I'll tell you what I did. I used to go around and put in people's garbage cans, pull them out and put them in on garbage day and make five bucks a month from each house that did that. Maybe you created a dog walking job or cat sitting industry. Basically, an entire side of your brain and your body and your hands got exercised because you were so bored that you were motivated to do something. Think of the skills that you gained as a result of doing something to combat that boredom. You had imagination. You had the time to daydream and to do something about it. Your social skills improved because if you were creating talent shows or obstacle courses with the neighbor kids, you had to learn how to get along and how to compromise and how to take turns being the one in charge. You learned how to entertain yourself. You learned how to build forts and how to host childhood events and put these things on. My kids today play elaborate imaginary games when they have no other option. I asked my boys for some examples of things they play because I couldn't remember them all. Uh, They play silverbacked gorilla. Don't even ask me what that is, but I'll tell you, there's times my boys are walking around on all fours. I'm a baby silverbacked gorilla. They play hot lava. We all played that, right? Put your couch cushions on the floor. Don't touch the floor. It's hot lava. They play zombie apocalypse, skeleton hunters, and surviving in the wilderness. For a while, when they were a little bit younger, they would play camping. They'd gather up flashlights and pillows and dump all the things out of our linen closet and shut themselves in there and call it camping. As I was making notes for this episode today, they're in there playing Play-Doh. They're making food creations with the garlic press and the cheese grater and the potato masher. But you had better believe that none of these things would happen at my house if there was even a hint at a chance of Netflix, Hulu, or Minecraft. This sort of creativity only happens in the face of boredom. For us as adults, let's evaluate where it might be better for us to be a little bit more bored and how that can result in some creative endeavors instead of filling our time with Netflix, Hulu, or whatever our guilty pleasure easy entertainment is. Okay, the third reason that being bored is good for you is that it increases your patience. Many great and awesome things that are very good for us aren't as easy as a quick technology entertainment or a quick food entertainment or a quick insert your guilty pleasure of choice right here. Those things that we turn to to quickly alleviate our boredom. Now a quick side note you might hear my kids thumping into the car around me. That's right remember I record in my car and they've given up on play-doh and are now rollerblading all around my car even though it's only 45 degrees and it's past their bedtime. So There's boredom for you. They pulled out the rollerblades and the elbow pads that I haven't seen in months. But okay, back to what we're doing here. This idea that being bored increases your patience is kind of the same principle as the fact that it increases our creativity. So I won't repeat a lot of this stuff. But you have got to be bored enough to do something that doesn't come easily. Most kids will never pick up a book if they could play video games. Most kids will never teach themselves coding through an online game if they could instead play the easy online Minecraft. My 12-year-old daughter got so bored last Sunday. And I mean so bored, like bored enough that she was moping around the house, kind of tearful, flopping herself at the foot of our bed, complaining about how nothing was good anymore. And it was really hard to watch her there, honestly. And it would have been so easy in that moment to say, why don't you go watch your favorite show? Or I could have handed her the iPad and said, why don't you play Minecraft, you know, build something good, which Minecraft is awesome. It's creative. We do that. We use that at my house. But this weekend, she had been entertained nonstop. We'd been busy. So as her parent, trying to give her purposeful experiences for growth, 
I decided to let her stew in it. It was kind of awful for the rest of us. But, you know, I offered a few things. I said, why don't you come read with me? Come be by me. And she continued to mope around. Finally, she said, after a couple hours of floating around, can I create a board game? Yes, you certainly can, I said. And I did not see her for the next two hours as she planned and plotted, as I could hear scissors and tape and squeaking markers in her room. And she emerged with this elaborate board game, complete with four cute little kitty cat heads as pieces, and they all had different names. She made cards that you drew when you landed on certain squares, and she even made her own dice substitute. The patient thought that went into the details of this blew me away. My mind doesn't work that way. I don't know that it ever has. But because she got bored enough, she patiently tapped into this deep thinking and creating side of her brain and put something together that was intelligently elaborate. In the same vein, boys that I work with in treatment that are in an environment where technology is limited and even the things they get to do with their free time are limited... And many of those students pick up a guitar for the first time. Guitar is an easy instrument to play on the fly when you've got 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. And I can't even tell you the talent that emerges from these teenagers that sit around with nothing better to do. Finger picking, teaching each other, watching an occasional YouTube video to pick something up. Because during time where there's no easy access to entertainment, some of these patient skills that take some time and I keep saying the word patience, but man, time and patience to pick up will happen. Lots of great things take a lot of patience. And when we are bored and when we don't give in to easily entertaining alternatives, we practice patience at learning, trying, and doing great things. As I get ready to wrap this up, let's acknowledge pretty openly here that letting slash making kids be bored is agonizing as a parent. It's really hard. I'm talking about it here like it's the greatest thing ever, but let's just normalize right here. This is not fun as a parent to make your kids be bored in the same way that it's not fun as a person to let yourself be bored because you know it's good for you and you should find something else to do. People tell me regularly things like, oh man, I could never get my kids to read as much as your kids do, or your kids are so creative, all mine want to do is watch TV. Well, I'll tell you right now that mine do too. Mine would rather watch TV. Mine would sit in front of Netflix all day, and I fully admit that there are Saturdays that we do that. Eight hours of TV and they would happily watch eight hours more if I would let them. But it's the days that I put up with the whining and the crying, that I say no to them begging for the iPad and Minecraft. Those are the days that they read, that they build, that they play, that they practice, that they go rollerblade in the driveway in their pajamas. And actually, the more that I let or even make them be bored, the less they resent it, and the easier time they actually have handling themselves when they're bored. Oh, and one more thing. Boring is messy. When you have kids that are bored and they start getting creative, you're going to have Play-Doh all over your counters and floors. Or at my house, the garage is littered with scraps of wood and nails and cardboard and hot glue guns. But it's worth it to me. Even this OCD about clutter mom takes one for the team because I know how good boredom is for them and for all of us. And I'm so invested in them gaining this patience and this creativity that, man, it's hard, but I will do it. And I'm sorry, I know I've told a lot of my family stories here. I'm not so great at this. I just, my stories are the way to teach this to you today. And when you see my kids watching 12 hours of TV, you can know that I'm a real parent like the rest of us. Okay, as we close, just remember that being bored, number one, 
gives us the space to do or to try something meaningful. Number two, it teaches us creativity. Number three, it increases our patience. Don't be afraid of boredom. It is good for you. It's good for your kids. Make good use of it. Happy hack for today fits right in with what we're talking about, and that is a glue gun. A hot glue gun is the best thing to have around your house. If you're not a parent, you should have one for fixing things like when your shoe flap or your sandal flap at the bottom comes out or for getting things together in a quick hurry. Those of you that are parents, I tell you that a glue gun is my kid's favorite toy. I have a couple of mini glue guns that are the low temperature ones. And from the age of about five, under some supervision, I let them start using them. But by the time they're six or seven, they've learned, they've burned themselves enough times that they know how to do it. My kids go through the recycle bin. I just say, hey, go for it. I save my Costco boxes. We've got glue guns, recycle bin. It's amazing the things that they come up with and create. So when you want to try this thing of letting your kids be bored, give them a glue gun. Give them access to your old scraps, materials, ribbons. Heck, they could cut up their own their old clothes and make things out of them. My daughter's made stuffed animals with glue guns and old clothes before. So find yourself a mini hot glue gun and see what you can use it for or what your kids can come up with. Thanks so much for joining us. I would love to hear how being bored goes for you and your loved ones. Let me know. Hello at elenajo.co is my email. I'm happy to hear from you anytime. Have a great day. Visit www.elenajo.co for show notes and random photos along with any handouts mentioned in this episode. Find elenajo.co on Instagram for daily big picture reminders. And join the big picture email list for an occasional pick-me-up in your inbox from Elena Joe. Thanks for joining us.